Hey, everybody, it is our Friday show. I mean, we're you might be listening to this on some other day, but it is being recorded on Friday. It's Friday, it's Saturday, Sunday, what? No, oh, it's embarrassing. Show is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford. Are you looking for a better value on your insurance dollar? If all the companies are charging close to the same price, who would you pick? What if I threw in an expert on your side for the same price? Call or text me today. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, 613-801-2659. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is in its 40th year serving Ottawa, one of the longest-running dealerships in the city. The K family proudly strives to provide the best service in the automotive market with the help of their fantastic team of professionals. I mean, they're continually training and improving to ensure you always have the finest buying experience. So, see what they're all about. Shop for your next vehicle at jimkford.com. They're at 438 Uville Drive in Orleans. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Welcome to the SWP. It's a show with episodes every single weekday. What we do here, the mechanics of it all, is that we delightfully cram tales of Ottawa sports and whatever into a roughly 30 to 45 minute podcast episode. It's Steve Warren's Jim Jerome schmoozing it up once again. Jimmy, what's going on? <laughs> I, I got to read, Stevie, just so people are uh, can understand your frustration. Mm-hmm. Okay. With with me trying to trying to do a podcast. Okay. Trying to do herd a and cats. Uh, like herd and cats. So I'll just go through this quickly. This is this is sort of a typical morning of uh you trying to get me to turn on my mic and let's do mm-hmm. a podcast. Okay. Right. Go okay. Sounds good. Uh if that works for you today, okay, let's go. Okay. No problem. Uh we can do this now. And then I got to jump on a Zoom meeting 20 minutes or we can pick it up after that. Okay. Okay. I'll be ready in five or both. Both. We could do it like, okay, I'm good to go now. Sounds good. Sounds good. I am on. I'm good to go. Okay. I'm just trying to get a handle on this, uh, this latest news. Okay. Okay. I'm good for the next 90 minutes here. And then I got to take off. Okay. Let's go in 15. Okay. I'm ready. Wait, I'm eating five minutes. Good to go. Okay. I'm here now. (laughs) (laughs) Squirrel, uh, something so shiny. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that, that that by the way is over about I don't know twenty minutes only or something. Well, you know, I, I don't think anybody who's been uh, longtime listeners of ours will have any sympathy for me whatsoever because, well, I, I kind of knew what I was getting when uh, you and I got <laughs> together funny. two two and a half years ago. We'd already done about ten years of radio together, so I knew that this was the deal. And that's uh, funny. In Isn't the end funny? of the day, worth it. It's worth it at the end of the day, most days. <laughs> we got a thousand shows. We got to get to a thou. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's getting laid off around us, I understand. You sent me a little piece this morning. What's going on? What's happening? Yeah, I thought we'd talk a little bit about the state of sports radio in Canada because today it just seems like neither of the big companies, whether it's Rogers or Bell Media, can go three months without a massive layoff. I'm not sure right. that this it's happening as we're recording right now, so we're not sure of the extent of this. But I know that there were several sports net stations playing Jim Rome, a syndicated program in places mm-hmm. where he doesn't normally appear where there's usually local content. Right. I do know some people have been removed in Toronto, uh, Vancouver, but I don't know the extent of it at this stage of the game. 
Nick Kiprios is back in the mix, though. I saw that. I, I, yeah. I think that's a good grab. Do you? I do. Yeah. I don't know that he's my all-time favorite, but I think for a regional talk radio scenario, and he's got right. good, obviously has immaculate connections and lots of guests he can bring in, and he's pretty good. So, yeah, I think that's a good get. I think on Hockey Night in Canada, I'm not sure that that was the state-of-the-art kind of a guy. But I think that he's going to be good for that scenario. So, yeah, it's just it's it's just too bad that this continues to happen, and right. it makes me wonder where it stops if it ever does. Right, like revenues are down. I mean, well, not just in sports radio, but all traditional media platform right. radio, sports radio in particular, it's a tough deal. And if you're asking why, I think all you have to do is talk to maybe one of our kids who are in their twenties. Maybe anybody under 30 right now, you ask them about radio and what station do you listen to, they'll come back at you with something along the lines of, well, I don't listen to radio. Right, right. And so guys are dying, people die, and the traditional radio listener passes away, and there's absolutely no one coming on the other end age-wise to replace them. Yeah, I, I think there's going to be more. <laughs> Excuse me. I got the bubble in the throat, Stevie. There's a lot of hacking today. I, I th- You know, I... I Curiously look back uh, over the last year at uh, Sportsnet hockey broadcast, you know, headed up by Ronnie McLean. And then you've got uh, Kelly Rudy still there. Elliot, uh, the two, you've got. Bieksa. uh, Bieksa. You've got uh, Cassie Campbell. You've got, uh, what's her name? I like her too. Jennifer Botterell. Jennifer Botterell, yeah, we did some work together. Hardly work. We had a, a ride doing some vids for the Gretzky website way back when. Um, and then they, you, they go to a couple other guys who are kind of on the desk, you know, outside of that. I think they're going to pare all that down, you know. I think they're, I think they're going to pare that down. Uh, BX is, looks to me to be the guy who's the shining light who's come out of that, uh, in my opinion, and, and others for that matter. I, th- I think he's really good. He's got a sense of humor. He's, in, you know, super ease on camera, the way he presents himself. Um, and they might look at that going, okay, we got, we're, we're into cutbacks here. We got nine freaking people. I've talked about this before. And the other one, Stevie, you know, years and years ago, right? When, when TSN came along, they, they started going to the, the two man sports broadcasts. Right. And I, th- I think back here uh, to Edmonton, the day ITV was, was a local station owned here. Uh, they were the Euler broadcaster where they had Darren Detition was there uh, with another guy who's now in Vancouver. And that, that was sort of the, the first one I saw in Edmonton. And Global had Hapshire and who else? Remember they, Taddy and Hapshire or whatever? Remember when yep, they- Hebshire. Hebshire. You know, I wonder if they're going to, you know, whether, whether they'll stay with the two thing or just go to one person eventually, if there's a bunch of cutbacks- so if you're Ken Reed, for example, and Osmac, right? They do a big show. Do they look at that? There's probably big salary there. Do they look at that and go, you know what? We're going to go with one or the other. Uh, we're going to forget politics here for a second. We got we got a business to run. Uh, the reality is, the as you say, Stevie, um, you know, every two three months something's coming down the pipe, and it's all economics. It looks like mm-hmm. right. All these people who got let go, I, I read nothing but but complimentary replies from them, you know, about it. Um, and you wonder, for example, say it's Ken Reed, right? 
So he's going to do a, a, a broadcast, half hour show, uh, and then they'll just go to experts, right? We got to talk to our soccer guy. We got to talk to our football guy, and Kenny can handle all the hockey, right? And then well, I mean, everything's on the table. You can. Right. I mean, I wouldn't. If I was still in it, I would not feel comfortable. So whether you're talking about moving from a two men anchor team down to one, whether you're a cameraman. Like right. everything is on the table as far as cutbacks go. Like the big bosses who are trying to appease shareholders, they have got that chainsaw warmed up and at the ready and anything goes. Right. So right. you can come up with any solution as to why, as you know, how you can, you know, cut your costs. And I'd believe that. Yeah, I, I could see that no matter who you're talking about. Yeah, I can see that. Right. The one right. thing we never talk about is the executives of these companies. Do you know what Rogers pays some of their executives, like what kind of salary they get. How about more than any NHL player makes? What? $17 million. This is a 2018 in, in, article. In, in executive salaries. Exactly. I'm looking at Rogers CEO. So this is a, this is a story from 2018. I just pulled up randomly. Right. I don't even know who the CEO is now. It might still be uh, Joe Natal or Natalie. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Uh, but according to the Globe and Mail, it says the headline is Rogers pays top CEOs nearly eighteen million dollars in twenty seventeen. So we're you know four years out now. Who knows what right. they're getting now? So it bothers me because I've seen so many layoffs in my thirty years in radio, mm -hmm. and and I remember one year when I was still at Rogers, I was the sports director. What was then Y one hundred five and Oldies thirteen ten. A massive layoff went down, including a friend of mine who was a producer entry level he couldn't have made 20 grand and he right. got laid off and i was a shareholder of rogers at that stage of the game so i get the you know the annual reports on uh -huh. where the spending goes and i saw that the then ceo tony viner had given himself a five hundred thousand dollar bonus right not salary a bonus for that not six a good month move. period not a good pr move no 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 it's just it just it just makes my skin crawl a little bit so if uh, if a company and their shareholders you know, want, want to look at cutbacks. Don't worry about two anchors going down to one. Maybe right. look at the top of the food chain and say, "Hey, hey, hey! Maybe yeah. we don't. Uh, maybe we don't need that yacht this year." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah, but Agreed. they're the ones who make the decisions, so I don't expect that'll happen anytime soon. Yeah, that's a that's a really tough position, Steve, for a CEO to be in. Going, okay, I can give myself a raise with no pushback. Hmm, what should I do here? I'm going to give myself a raise. <laughs> and let's go to the people who have to agree on it. Oh, that's me. Okay, what about the other guy? Oh, that's me. Yeah. Unanimous, Stevie. I get a raise. Yeah, I get a raise. Well, that's so. that's why the world is in the chaos it is, I think, because we always talk about the upper 1% controlling everything, right? And there, there's, there's definitely wisdom in that. And if you're relying on them to make good decisions that are anything but, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Self, smart, uh, smart. Decision. Well, I mean, but you get to a point where you've made enough money, dude. You've you've got more money than you know right. your the next brains. ten generations of your family will need. And yeah. uh, I, I, why am I not getting this word self? Not self deprecating. The absolute opposite of self deprecating. Self entitled. Self serving. Self entitled. Self, self serving. There you go. Right. All that stuff. And so yeah, I mean that one percent is just you know they're going to do what's best for them. Unfortunately. Well, here here's the other thing, Stevie. I, I often get asked, and you probably do too. Oh, sorry, did I cut you off? 
No, not at all. Oh, uh, I often get asked, and you probably do too, um, what's it take to get a podcast going? That must be horrendous to try and get that thing off the ground and do all that. And, um, you know, I wouldn't be the guy to ask, but you can. And I'm saying, I was telling a guy the other day, uh, it takes, I don't know, two and a half minutes to set to do a podcast. Well, what do you mean? Yeah, you go online, your buddy goes online, and you record. And then you're going to put it on podcast apps, which takes 100% guaranteed approval. As you've always pointed out to me, Apple approves every podcast because they love to have a big school of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And when you think about that, it's it's that's not much of a stretch, right? You could it's like recording a, recording your conversation and and put it up online. Hence, you know, just under a million podcasts. The hook on that one, Stevie, is not is is not so much the ease to do one, but the cost is nothing. Yeah, right. The cost effectively, so I can have Nick Kiprios and Bieksa and Cassie Campbell and anybody else and whip them on a podcast, right? And it's not. I got no studio. I got no building. I got no overhead. I've got no, I've got no, you know, whatever, whatever. Add it yep. all up, you know. So, and that's why the younger crowd is going to podcasts right now, right? Uh, and 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 it's getting you know, gradually becoming more and more acceptable and not acceptable, but um, you know, it's basically older people are checking it out and and liking it now. They understand it, and right. uh, th- that overhead is just not there. Not to mention, and there's money to be made, right? With without without having to inject any money, Steve. Okay, so, so you want to if you want to make money in a radio show, you got to spend a lot of money, tons. You got to you know you got to pay salaries and all this other jazz, marketing, PR guys, promotion guys. You know you you've worked at a radio station your whole life, right? There's a whole bunch of people that make the wheel turn. With a podcast, these guys can make money without spending a dime. You know, interesting story, Steve. I don't know if we. If brought you're it a up, celebrity, but- I don't know that anybody. I don't know if John Q. Public can make a dime one without doing massive amounts of uh, promotion. Well, they can if they get listeners. Yeah, but you can't right? get you listeners get- if you're John Q. Public unless you do massive amounts of promotion. Maybe, but 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 it's not. It, it's certainly, a, you know, a, a, a pittance of what the cost is to do it normally, to do it on a podcast, right? Agreed. Story the other day, Stevie. I don't know if we brought it up. We both looked at it and went, "This is totally interesting." Is the kid who was drafted the rookie who quit? hockey to be a i don't know a tiktok influencer or something social right? media influencer yeah i know we did talk about it. I, yeah. I remember it saying yeah. you get the dream and then this guy pu- pu- pushed it all aside yeah no we did talk about it so yeah anyway um how many how many people can you cut back right and a lot i think oh yeah there's lot. still lots lots and lots there's still lots that can be cut for sure and uh i think um one of the one of the struggles Again, back to the point of younger people don't like radio. Uh, for one, it's not on demand. You know, it's like I want, I want it when I want it. Right. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to have to get up early or something, and I miss stuff. It's like I want to be able to tune it in whatever I want. I don't, I don't, I don't do five eight minute commercial blocks right. like traditional radio has. Right. Um, and that's one of the struggles I think for the Bell Media and the Rogers of the world is they try to go digital and try and put their platform on more and more podcasts and such. I think that uh, that will that will be an issue for them because the podcast listener does not want massive amounts of commercials. Right. So I think that's that's an area that uh, they're going to have to figure out uh, revenue streams and uh, that won't be easy. That that's definitely going to be a difficult transition because you know, they to have success with some of the employees they have 
they need that. They need to generate those revenues. And any any radio sales guy will tell you right now, it ain't easy these days. Right. The the, the, the other two things are uh, when you bring up revenue. The the one thing about the podcast that I that I can tell p- people uh, with limited knowledge that the the joy for the advertiser now is uh, we can tell you how many people heard your ad. Right. Okay. With 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 downloading, we can tell you. Not only, and if I'm not mistaken, Steve, not only that, we can probably tell you who it was <laughs> who listened, you know, and from what part of the country and also at what time they're listening, right? So it becomes a big feature for the for the podcaster who's always wanted to know in that antiquated, archaic freaking rating system in radio where it's, you know, we, we, we think you're this percentage and they get to randomly change their advertising rate because we say, you had a 10% share. Yeah. Yeah, Anybody who's a sports radio fan, you might wonder about how they do calculate the ratings in sports radio. There are two ways, the old school way. And it's Numeris that runs this stations pay a bunch of money to Numeris used to be called the Bureau of Broadcast Measurement or BBMs Mm -hmm. and stations pay a good chunk of money, by the way, thousands of dollars to have these diaries sent out to homes randomly in the listening region. And mailed, so, uh, right? Yeah, yeah mailed out, mailed out snail mail. And uh, so they rely on like a sports radio listener taking what looks like a travel brochure and filling out their listening habits for the course of a week or two weeks. Of, when in reality, sometimes they'll tape a toonie to it. There's your pay to do all that. I would say the average sports radio listener will get that. They'll peel the toonie off. Okay, there's my coffee for tomorrow morning and chuck the thing in the garbage. So that's a, a suspect system. Not to mention the fact that people don't necessarily fill out their actual listening habits. What they do is they, whatever name they recognize, oh yeah, that name, even though they may not actually listen. Whereas the people meters, they actually clip those on like the old school beepers that people used to wear. And they right. actually register for you the sound of the radio station and uh, the radio station will get a vote or whatever mm-hmm. every time it picks that up. And the problem with that one is if I go to the mall and you know, let's say Magic 100 is playing or Move, they're calling that station now. Um, if it picks that up, well, I'm, gonna, I'm at the mall, right. that, that I'm automatically registered as a listener for that station. So to your point, it's a very suspect system of calculating how many people listen. Yeah, the other, the other big change, Stevie, in radio, the first big change that came along in radio when, when I was involved is, you know, up, and, up until the point when I first started, if you wanted to listen to the Pierre Maguire interview, right? You, as you say, you have to tune in at eight o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You must, okay? Right. You must. Otherwise, you're going to miss it. Then they said, "Okay, I got an idea. Let's do the morning show, and then let's have it up there all day." Right. Okay. Let's have it up there all day uh, without any editing, so you can listen to this thing anytime you want. So they, then they start to kind of shoot themselves in the foot if you're dealing with an advertiser going, "Look at this is prime time. This eight o'clock." Spot is prime time. Well, no, it isn't because I can listen to it again at two. You know, I can, and then Stevie, and then uh, you know people. That that then it went to these podcasts, right? Where, like, I get a lot of people, Steve, commenting on our show uh, and the other shows that I do, and that, and perhaps that you do too. That they're they're listening in in this habitual form again, but it's like I do it when I'm driving to work. I do it when I'm on my lunch break. I do it when I go for a walk. I do it when I'm barbecuing in the backyard. 
uh, you know, or, or, or on my hammock mm-hmm. or when I'm working out downstairs, I got my earbuds in, you know, so there's so many options. There's so many options outside of radio, outside of live radio. Yeah. Am I right there? I, I think you're absolutely right. And uh, the reality is though, I, I still think there's traditional sports radio. There's still room for it, but not under the current model with the $17 million executives at the top of the food chain with the massive overhead and such. Like, I think right. it can work really, really nicely if you run it like a local bakery. You have local ownership and you have local content because right. you are dead in the water. And that's one of these things with the Sportsnet layoffs today. Part of that is, and I hear a lot of, I'm seeing a lot of people on my timeline out in Vancouver that are complaining about Sportsnet 590. They had just lost their station, TSN, outright. Right. Like Seven Bell Media killed it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Bell Media blew out Vancouver's radio station, Hamilton's, and Winnipeg's. And in Vancouver, now you still had Sportsnet. Well, Sportsnet still exists today, but I think they've they've canceled off some local shows in favor of Jim Rome and also in favor of some Toronto programming because they've mm-hmm. changed around the, the Toronto Sportsnet radio lineup a little. So that's why I think you're dead in the water. Sports radio simply does not work, and we proved it here in Ottawa if you're going to try and feed other markets Toronto programming. Right. We were called the team back in the day, Team 1200, and they kind of, for the off hours, like middays and, and such, they would basically go to the team radio network in the midday show, for example. And right. that was so hated by Ottawa listeners because you'd have Henny and Volitis, I think they were. They oh, would I come on the- in that <laughs> slot and they would talk Leafs. They would talk right. about Toronto things. and. You're just going to lose every time if you're not doing local when it comes to sports radio. Yeah, I believe it can work. Just do it with local ownership and local content, and it'll be just fine. Right. It'll work if you live in Peterborough, but it doesn't work if you live in Ottawa with an NHL team, right? right? And and a bunch of Toronto haters, you know. Um, you know, the, the other thing, Mark Mayhew's, a, you know, you may have heard that name before. He's the guy who hired me. Brilliant guy. Spent his whole life in radio. He's a go-to guy, consultant. Uh, I lean on him. Uh, I lean on him a lot for kind of content of when I do. And he loves uh, the I, sports radio format. He's always loves been it. Gr- he, great to us. He hired to me too. So, yeah, and he brought it to Ottawa, right? And I lean on him quite a bit when I'm when I'm doing when I first I did my own podcast for for a long time and 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 with Suspendables and and other stuff. He helps me with quite a bit. Um, he has always said he's always said no matter what what's happening these days and rapidly happening. Okay, that the whole the whole mesh of radio broadcasting is changing. It's right. changing. And and yes, you do. You can PVR. You can record. You can get, go to podcasts. You can listen to it as much as you want. Stop, pause, listen to it later, all that shit. He still said that morning radio, for example, people still want the live local radio show when they're driving to work yep. in the mornings, when they're commuting to work. And he said, that'll never go away. That'll never go away. You're still going to have people want to hear the weather. You want to hear the exact time still, if you can believe it, uh, and traffic. You want to know, you know, there's still a big chunk of people who who listen to that and need to hear it live before I jump on the Queensway, Bronson Stevie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no anyway, doubt. That, that's his, that's his deal. He said that local morning radio will always stay, always stay. So, yeah, I hope so. I, I mean, I will always have a soft spot for it. Um, what I find bothersome and I'm seeing it again today is these news releases, these these press releases that these companies put out on the on days like this. You've just had all these cutbacks, 
You've had some of your people lose their livelihood and not sure what's next. And yet at the same time, you're putting right. out these news releases that have all, that list all the quote unquote exciting changes. And there's exclamation marks all over the news release. I just feel like that's bad right. form. It's particularly when no one's buying it anymore. I mean, more and more people right. are buying it anyway. No one's buying it, though, that this is a good day, like you're trying to present in the news right. release about all these changes. Woohoo! No one's buying that. So why are you doing it? You know, maybe maybe hold off a couple of days. The very same day that you've taken away the livelihood of a lot of these people that you uh, that you called these loyal employees, you've you've taken their jobs, and now you're going to do these really exciting changes in the news release. I think that uh, that's that's a bit of a pet peeve for me that they do that. Do you think, Stevie, what's what's going to happen with podcasts? Right, it's still relatively new. Okay, someone go. Of course, I know podcast. Of course, I do. Right, but but there's you know a million apparently there's there's over 800,000 podcasts or something that are out there is it too much choice stevie for people is it's it, too is much it clutter too much clutter yeah i think the clutter is a struggle because people see on their timelines so many people that are doing their podcast with not very much experience with not very good equipment so the quality both in content and sound quality are garbage and so they tune these things in and they go oh that's terrible oh that's terrible so the clutter, I think, for those of us who are trying to do really good podcasts that are high quality, that's not real ideal for us. Um, right. So that's that's the struggle when you have so many because, yeah, you might have a million podcasts out there, but I would say about 50,000 of them, only 50,000 of that million are any good. Right, right. Yeah, you got a bunch of mom and pops working out of their living room. A bunch of young yeah. kids, right, who throw yeah. out podcasts and go, okay, this is shit. Well, to your point, and you you're absolutely right. You can you can put a podcast episode up in about five minutes, but right. it, you know, it's about putting some content in, some preparation, having good equipment, having some you know ability. All right. these things factor in. Whereas you can put a podcast up if you've got a an iPhone. That's all you need. Yeah, interesting enough, Stevie. Uh, you know, personally. Two, two different stories, right, uh, for me right now. One, one is these Sportsnet cutbacks happen at a time when I'm doing that curling podcast that just got picked up by Sportsnet. Oh, no. Right? That just got picked up, right? I hope by that's Sportsnet. okay. But the deal we have there, the deal we have there is we're splitting revenue, okay? We're going to split revenue with Sportsnet. Me and my right. partners are going to split with – so it's a, there's a zero downside there. Zero downside, right? So you're kind of, so, I, I hope, oh my God, I don't want to say this, Mark, but you know, we're going to be just fine. You know, the last time I said that, Stevie, was I was telling my buddy in Vegas after you and I did the show who traveled with me and I, you know, I did the show at three. I threw the headset down after and I told the guy, my buddy, I said, I don't know how much longer I can do this, this, this crazy hours. And I got fired the next day. <laughs> wow. Um Anyway, um, so there's that, right? There's that, uh, you know, we'll, th that it's kind of bulletproof for, for a, a network to do it. Right. Okay, and take you on. Now, the other one with the suspendables is we, we've been doing this show for a long time. It's great. The one thing about podcasting that I've come to understand is you're, you're solid as long as you're not losing numbers every week. So even if you're flat, that's okay. The, the flag goes up when we're going, okay, you went from, this down to this and the next week you went you know the obvious is happening here okay you're you're out um well so you're missing an opportunity if you're static if you're if you're keeping things level 
you know, you've obviously found an audience for maybe right. your, your radio celebrity, your NHL days in Russ's case. If you're stable and constant, that means only one thing in that you've got yourself a, you found a good audience, but what you're not doing is enough promotion. Right. So what we did at the Suspendables is that, okay, we've got a really solid base, right? Thanks to you and Russ and myself and every, everyone else involved. But it's been like that for a while. We've got a, we got a great solid audience, okay? Uh, so what we decided to do is talk to a, a marketing firm, mm-hmm. okay? Digital marketing company who looked at it. I knew this kid and he looked at it and said, let me get my hands on this. Let me get my hands on this. Here's what I can do. And you're going, that's impressive. For sure, for sure. And then we come at them and go, well, here's the deal. Six months and you got to increase the listenership, okay? And he goes like this, no problem. We have a meeting with the kid, Steve. The first time we have a meeting, I can see this kid glazing over when we're talking about content and should we have contests and, uh, you know, and guests and should we do live, should we do vid and all that stuff. And he looks at us going, I don't really give a shit. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What I can do is watch this. Watch me go on analytics and watch me do this and watch how I place ads and watch what time of day I drop this and watch how I hook into this and all that other stuff, right? And he doesn't, he just, he wasn't being rude. He's like, all that stuff's great, but it has nothing to do with modern day marketing of a podcast, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're king and queen, Stevie. The queen's the content. That's what I've been told. And the king is the marketing. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of high quality podcasts out there that just aren't being listened to because of the, uh, yeah, because of the lack of promotion. So I, I'm, I guess I'd be 50-50 to your point, but uh, no doubt promotion and marketing, absolutely crucial. Can't have a decent podcast without it. Uh, we have some marketing to do of our own here because we want to say thank you very much to Jim K. Ford, All Insurance Ontario, the Glen Walton Real Estate Team, and let's do that now. Are you on hold right now with the insurance website you use for convenience? Just text me and see how much more convenient that is. I'll take care of the problem for you and maybe even save you a little money along the way. And you can go back to watching the football game instead. Text 860-6008, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Reignite your passion for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Take a test drive today and see all the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. And for your comfort, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Jim K. Ford will be happy to bring a vehicle to your home or place of work for a demonstration and test drive. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Ottawa area, we recommend the Glenn Walton Real Estate Team. Glenn helped me sell a family home last year. He set aside a budget to help us with all kinds of things like painting, cleaning, even updating our ceiling lights for us. And he can do the same for you. We ended up with multiple offers and the home sold for well over asking price. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. James, before we head out the door, any final thoughts today? Uh, you're fired. We're going no. with one guy. You know. Going with one guy. I'd like to see that you, happen. You've seen, Stevie, how well I can break down hockey games. And, oh, yeah. And CFL and the NFL. Yeah. And names. And, and, and get a podcast uh, up yourself. I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You can see technically, Stevie, not mm-hmm. a problem with me setting that up. No. Not no. a problem at all. I literally, uh, ladies and gentlemen, go into Jimmy's computer. I have a remote software where I fully control Jimmy's laptop just to get him on this show. I, 
I got this laptop, Stevie, when I started doing the suspendables. Okay. They sent me all the equipment. It sits on, now I have it up on some books because we're doing more video. Mm-hmm. And you and I, you and I like to look at each other. So uh, I don't know how long we've been doing it, how many years, but, but I started doing your podcast at the same time I started doing suspendables. Yes. Because I remember having to sign a contract with the suspendables one. And there was a clause that said, you cannot do any other podcast. Right. And in real time, I, my phone rang and it was you and you had just got let go. So I'm looking at this contract and you phone me. I go, hey, Stevie. He goes, blah, 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 blah. Jimmy, this happened. Let's do a podcast. I look down at that clause and then I go, I don't see a problem with that at all. <laughs> anyway, so the laptop has been here. I haven't done. The only thing I ever do with this laptop is open it and shut it. God bless you, Stevie. Yeah. God bless you. And when I do push a button, you go like this. Da, 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 da. You're going to shut the whole thing down. So I don't. No push touchy. Buttons. No touchy. So I'm so lucky. I'm lucky. Yeah. Thank Everything's God. coded I, in. Should Everything's be more Steve co- Warren in, in people's lives. Yeah, there should. There should. Yeah. I quite agree. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's take our leave. Uh, enjoy your weekend, everybody. Before we head out, I want to remind everybody that if you're enjoying the show and the fact we do it each and every weekday, it'd be fantastic if you'd uh, support the program with a Patreon membership. You get a shout out at the start of an upcoming upcoming show and uh, lots of other perks as well. Various membership levels as low as the cost of a single pint once a month. Click on Patreon memberships at stevewproject.com. Until Monday, we'll Hang talk on. to you soon. And Stevie, I want to be one of these celebrities. If you sign up, if you sign up, Stevie, I want to be, what do they call it now where they leave messages for people? Um, there's lots of various websites. Like Homey or something it's called or no. Momi or... Mo- there's lots of various websites. One is Cameo that comes to mind. Cameo. I'll give you a Cameo. Stevie, I better not say that right now because your computer will crash. Right. With the uh, amount of requests for me to do that. Right. You and me, we'll give him a Cameo. Sure. Yeah, we have to sign up for Cameo first. And, and Let's sign up for Cameo, Stevie. And if you give us, uh, what is it? Five bucks or whatever. Okay, you sign up as a Patreon fan. Patreon. Uh, Patriot, whatever it is, it's Patreon. Okay, sign up for that, then we're going to do a cameo. Yeah. For free or for five bucks? No, you got to sign up as pay. Yeah, no, we got to make some cash. Come on. Well, that's that, the Patreon membership. You think Jennifer is a- Aniston's doing it for nothing? No, okay. I, that, that's a separate thing from Patreon, though. Cameo is something different. We can sign up for cameo. I don't know how many people are going to want us to say, you know, give them a shout out or say happy birthday. But if you want to go on cameo, we, I can sign us up. Let's go over to Cameo. Let's try it. All right. This is exciting. This is exciting. We'll do that this weekend. Cameo. Yep. Uh, check that out. I don't know. It's Cameo.com. I'm not even sure. Hang on a <laughs> sec here. Like you need something else to do right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Finally. Uh, yeah, Cameo.com. The septic tank is exploding. Stevie, get us on Cameo. Worry about, worry about excuse the pun, worry about that shit later on. <laughs> now, we've just increased our yearly salary to about uh, $17.50 with the Cameo option. There. Uh, right on. Okay. So lots of ways to get a hold of us. Stevewproject.com is our website. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy all the NFL. We got the Sens coming up with some final decisions here with their preseason kind of, I don't know if it's winding up, but uh, it's getting, uh, we're getting into the thick of things and decisions will need to be made. And uh, Blue Jays, find out if they make the playoffs or not. So enjoy it all. And we'll talk to you on Monday morning. Hey, Gallardo. Hi, this is Jungle Jim and Steve Warren. Hey, man. Hey, man, how are you doing? Did you pay your $4? Okay. We just want to say hi. We want to say hi to you guys. Happy to do it. Good night, everybody.
I want my $4 back. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today and share the show with your friends and followers. We're at stevewproject.com.